encourage you to please go back and read Monday's devotion, or or if you can find it, listen to it on the podcast um, about walking with God, because we're taking that walking with God just a little bit in a more intimate way into these three steps. And I believe with all my heart I, that these three steps have changed my life, and I believe they will change your life as as well. Let me give you just a little backdrop of how this particular study was dropped in my spirit. See, I had slept very little. I had uh, had a backache all day. I went to bed with a with a backache. We'd been going and getting uh, a, a load of food, a trade load of food to be able to give out. And I went to bed with this backache. And then when I woke up, I woke up and I had a, a, a sick headache on top of the backache. And my very first thought, now highlight that in your mind's eye, uh, when we wake up, you know, our mind is going to be overwhelmed with what our body's feeling. It's going to be overwhelmed with what the enemy wants to dictate and direct us in that day. But you and I, we are spirit beings clothed, housed in a flesh body. And so we've got to uh, learn how to pull back from all of this outside activity and information and, and get in tune and touch with the Holy Spirit in our spirit. But my very first thought that was stemming from my first feeling was, hey, this is going to be a bad day. And as I meditated upon that just for a few moments of time, then the feeling increased and oppressing, that oppressing feeling, it started growing. It started moving toward depression. See, the devil, he comes against you and I in increments. And as we uh, receive information and accept information and then bow to that information, then he increases uh, his deception in our life. But then I thought, well, what's the use of even getting up the way I feel and, and, and everything that needs to be done and all of these things? But uh I made myself get up. I made myself start praising the Lord. And then I made myself start worshiping the Lord. See, like David's example in the in, in the book of Psalms, uh, I started telling my soul uh, to become quiet, to become still, bringing my body in alignment. I started lifting up the Lord. And the more I lifted him up, the more I was lifted up in him. So you and I will never get to that place that we want and desire so much in our lives unless we first put Jesus Christ at the very pinnacle of everything about who we are, what we are. In other words, place him on the throne of our heart. So if your day has ever started like this, or if you're maybe having a day like that today, and, and by just the mercy of God, the grace of God, you have been led to this particular podcast if your day has started like mine, then I want you to know that this devotional is for you. Because see, when I woke up, the very first thing I thought uh, after what I've already shared with you was, I don't feel like it, and I sure don't want to. I don't feel like what? I don't want to do what? I don't want to stand up and worship the Lord. See, the very first thing as I start each of my mornings that the Lord has given me, I, I praise him and, and, and I move into worship and, and I look to receive 
truth from his Holy Spirit in my spirit and and, and um, my very soul, which is my mind, will, and emotions, and, and my body was telling me, hey, I don't feel like it today, and I don't want to. Well, you may be in a place right now uh, where you just don't feel like uh, seeking the Lord. You don't feel like uh, moving forward out of this situation, out of this trial, out of this affliction that you're in, and, and you're saying, I sure don't want to. Well, this devotional, it is for you. See, I had to... Uh, put feelings down. And I put those feelings down and I stood up in faith. And as I was telling the Lord what his word says about him, then all of a sudden my faith was released. See, God is not some egomaniac. He's not on a on a, a kick where he wants you and I just to continually lift him up for his benefit. No, when you and I lift up the Lord, it's for our benefit. But as I started just speaking out by faith what the, the word says about the Lord, uh, uh, that, that measure of faith, Romans 12, 3, that the Lord had gave me, it started being released and, and the atmosphere started changing. See, the devil and all of his workers, they cannot stand when you and I start to praise the Lord. But as I started to do that, then all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit stood up on the inside of me and spoke so sweetly, but yet so firmly. Here's what he said. He said, if you will always get up and then by faith, give up your praise and worship, then you will go up. See, the devil wants to keep you and I beat down. He wants us to keep us uh, in, in a situation where we feel hopeless, uh, where uh, we accept situation, we accept circumstance over covenant. But God's covenant will always, which is his word, will always change our circumstance. So let's break these down. Number one, let's talk about uh, getting up just for a second. Open up your Bibles to the Gospel of John, John chapter 5. And this is just a devotion. So you need to read the previous four verses. We're going to start in verse number five, uh, just for sake of time. But in John chapter 5, let, let's read verses 5, 6, 7, and 8, and let's look at how we have an example here, even in a trial, in a, even in a long-term battle, affliction, that you and I, we can hear a word from the Lord, and, and we can get up because we're acting in faith. We're acting by what we have heard, and then by what we have heard brings a fresh hearing. The word says in Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It's not what uh, we've heard. We have to keep hearing. And as we do that, faith is built, faith is released. But John chapter five, verse five, and a certain man was there. He's at this, uh, the five porches of Solomon. Uh, the number five in Bible numerics means grace. And a certain man was there, which had an infirmity 30 and eight years the number 38 in Bible numerics means slavery. This man was in slavery to his own body, to his own condition. See, my own body wanted to keep me in slavery uh, during uh, this uh, the pain that I was feeling, wanting to control me and manipulate me and determine whether I would have a good day or not. And, and this is just something simple. This man here, uh, 
Can you imagine uh, the pain and the condition that he was in being in this place for 38 years? Number six, when Jesus saw him lie, he's, he's in a place where he cannot get up. And he knew that he had been now a long time in that case. He saith, Jesus saith unto this man with this infirmity, Wilt thou be made whole? See, the Lord is asking you and I the very same question every day. We all, uh, as we live this life, we encounter situations and circumstances in this fallen sinful world. And, and we have holes in our heart. We have holes in our mind. We have holes in our body. And we need a word of God that will put those things back together and make them brand new. Verse seven, the impotent man answered him, sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. Jesus saith unto him, rise. Now put this in parentheses in your heart. This is the, the first word of the Lord. Get up, get up, rise, take up thy bed and walk. Now what you and I have got to see that no matter what we're feeling, no matter what we're seeing, uh, no matter what the storm of life, the situation is, the word of the Lord is always a word of deliverance, a word of healing, a word of salvation, a word of victory. He wants to lift you and I up. He's is speaking a word to us and he has dealt to every person. Like I said, just a moment ago, Romans 12, three, the measure of faith that is uh, born again, that is, uh, has salvation. He has spoken that word of faith to you. So if you'll operate on what you've heard, you will hear more. And, and so here this man is, he has a word. And that word is, I want you to get up. I want you to rise. And, and if you'll hear that part, if you'll get up and rise, then you're going to be able to hear the next part. You're going to be taking up your bed. In other words, the thing that has been holding you down, uh, holding you up uh, in, in one sense, but holding you down in another, you're going to be able to take that up. And then you're going to be able to walk. God's word is we hear it with obedience. It's always progressive. Verse number nine. And immediately the man was made whole and he took up his bed and he walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. Now let's just reiterate some things here. Notice this impotent man, this lame man, as it is with all of us, it's always the same. It's going to always be the same. Choice, choice. Right now, are you satisfied with what you're feeling? Are, are you willing to settle uh, for the pain in your heart, the pain in your body? Are you willing to, to, to settle in, in, in disappointment and, and all of these things that you're dealing right now with in the battle of life? See, this lame man, he had lain there 38 years. He was in slavery to this situation. But now listen and listen good. Here's the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I feel him so strong. Jesus didn't even talk about the past. He didn't talk about what this man had or didn't have. See, this man was hung up in the past, what had happened before. All he could talk about was he didn't have some man to help him. But you see, he didn't need a man. He had the Savior. He had the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. The great shepherd was there to take care of his sheep. Jesus didn't talk about the past. Now, humans are all alike. We want someone to pet our past and feel sorry for us. 
Come on, let's be honest. Uh, when we confess our faults one to another, then healing comes. This is just the way the flesh is. Let's stop pitting our past. Let's stop uh, seeking uh, someone to feel sorry for us. And let's hear what thus saith the Lord. If you desire a different present this moment, if you want something different this moment in this present time than what you have had in the past, then let go of the past. For this is a new day with a new word from a loving and living Lord. It's there. It's there. Will you get up right now? Get up out of out, out of the, the very uh, storm and the trial and the struggle, and the depression, the oppression, all of the things that you're dealing with. Get up right now as an act of faith and lift your hands to Jesus. And when you do that, when you get up, you're you're in a place now where we can look at the second part of this. You can give up to the Lord. You can give up the praise. You can give up the worship. And as you start lifting him up with that praise and worship, all of a sudden, the higher you lift him in reality, because you're in him, the higher you become. John chapter Five, verse number nine. And immediately the man was made whole and he took up his bed and he walked and the same day was the Sabbath. Think about that. Hold that in your heart. Verse 10. Then the Jews therefore said unto him, that was cured. Oh, glory. It is the Sabbath day. It is not lawful for thee to carry thy bed. Verse 11. He answered them, he that made me whole the same said unto me, take up thy bed and walk. Now notice, when this man heard the words of Jesus, he could not get up until he acted on them by faith. See, this man didn't know he could carry what had carried him for 38 years, but he let the word determine what he could do and not his feelings. He got up and then when he took up his bed and he walked, he was giving up to the Lord praise and worship. Now, can you imagine all the people that had walked by him day after day, year after year, they saw that man in his condition. And he, he was at church every time that he possibly could be. He was in his beggar's clothes and all of these things. But the church couldn't help him. He he depended upon man uh, to help him. And man could only meet a few uh, minor needs, give him a, a little bit of comfort and provision just to keep him going. But see, these two steps, they're tied together. He he was in a place and a position where he was able to get up because he acted on the word. And when he acted on the word, he was able to give up praise to the Lord. See, as long as he was bound there, he was a witness and a testimony to a weak and dying church, to a, a man's organization that had left out God. See, this group of people, even Jesus addressed them and told them uh, in the gospel of Matthew chapter uh, 15 and the gospel of, uh, of Mark chapter 7, he said, you have made void the word of God by your traditions. So they had got into so many traditions that uh, the word of God couldn't do what it was supposed and intended to do. And Jesus come to make what was wrong right. And this man, he took, he took these two steps and all of a sudden that took him to the ability to take the third step and he was able to go up. Now let's 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 look at this again. John chapter 5 
Verse number nine, and immediately the man was made whole and he took up his bed and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. The Jews therefore said unto him that was cured, it is the Sabbath day. It is not lawful for thee to carry thy bed. Verse 11, he answered them and he said what? He said, he that made me whole. The same said unto me, take up thy bed and walk. In other words, he says, I'm going to hear what he says and I'm going to walk word by word. I'm going to incrementally, I'm going to hear what the Lord is saying like I used to hear like what the devil was saying. And as I was brought deeper and deeper into despair and bondage, now I'm coming into hopefulness. I'm coming into freedom because whom the Son makes free is free indeed. So right here, this man, he's going up. He, he's going up in relationship with Jesus and he's, he's lifting up the Lord. And as he's doing that, people all around him, people all around him, even a religious system are seeing that there's something different. There's something real. See, we have to understand that this man would have never got to go up if he had not stepped by faith in the first two steps. Now, they were concerned about keeping the Sabbath law, but Jesus said that he was the Lord of the Sabbath. And you can look in Hebrews chapter four and you can see how the Lord's Sabbath is to bring rest to his people. This man now, he understands that Jesus is the Sabbath every day. And this man who once was impotent, this man who once was lame, he's going to be able to rest in the Lord every day. And he's going to be able to go up, get closer to Jesus and, and, and give up praise that will change people's understanding of, of, of what a hope, what a good God that we serve. See, with each step, you can bring God glory. Think about it. Don't let the devil tell you, well, you're going through this uh, because of this and that, and God don't love you, and, and, and you're not good enough, and all of these things. No, with each step of, of your overcoming by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony, you're showing God's goodness, and you're, you're bringing a, te a testimony, a witness of the victory that you have. When we go through a trial, each step is just like this man's here. It's for the Lord, and it's to cause other people to see his goodness. See, Genesis 131, it tells us that a good God made good things. Genesis 131, and God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. We've got to see that you're a product of God, a good God. And when God looks, he sees good things. He said that his creation was very good. Psalms 100 verse number five says, for the Lord is good. This is present, uh, present that is growing and continuing. It's like a revelation. Today, we know how good God is, but if the Lord tarries and if we live tomorrow, we're going to know even more of how good God is. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth to all generations. How does that truth come? That truth comes by the Holy Spirit, yes, but the Holy Spirit abides in you because you are the temple. Every blood-bought, blood-washed believer, child of God, is the temple of the Holy Spirit. 
that truth wants to come through you. Here's what God told his people under the old covenant. Can you imagine how much more powerful it is for you and I today? Jeremiah 29 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you. I want you to think about that. The devil wants to convince you and I when we go through situations and circumstances that God has separated himself from us, that he's not even thinking about us. But God said, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end, to give you hope. God's got good things for you. But the devil wants you and I to put faith in fear, faith in despair, faith in hopelessness, rather than faith in a good God. Just three easy steps. See, God says to you and I to try him and see if he will not pour us out a blessing that we cannot contain. He is looking and hasting to perform his word. This same book of Jeremiah tells us he's done all he can do for us until you and I receive his word and then act by faith. I encourage you right now, whatever your situation, whatever your circumstance is, get up, give up and see yourself go up in Jesus because you're bringing him glory. You're lifting him higher and higher. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all peoples unto me. Let's lift him up. Let's not let the devil cause us to be down and out and doomy and gloomy. Let's take these three easy steps. Let's be a witness and a testimony for a God that is so good. Father, in Jesus' name, whoever might be listening to this podcast right now, I ask your anointing to come upon them. I ask your blessing of revelation to come upon them right now and give them a revelation of the faith that you have placed in them to be able to stand up, to get up, give up, and go up in you right now in Jesus' name. If we can help you in any way, contact us. Uh, We would love to be a blessing to you. Always remember God's word. God's word will change your life.